Welcome to the Punchline Podcast, a show about misguided entrepreneurship, where I'll share stories about the perils and pitfalls of starting a business. I'll discuss the not-so-pretty stories that no one tells you about when they start a business. I'm your host, Punchetta Sasha Wu, serial entrepreneur, mother to Priya and Peyton, goofy Gemini, bookworm, and super Dallas cowgirl. On this podcast, you'll learn how I started a business, fell down seven times, and got up eight. Now I'm back and I'm stronger than ever. And I'm going to share how you can prevent some of the mistakes that I made in business. So if you're sitting, grab yourself some wine or a beer and get ready to listen to The Punchline. up y'all welcome back to the punchline podcast a show about misguided entrepreneurship where i share stories about the not so great side of starting a business i'm your host punchetta sasha Wu. i try to help entrepreneurs to not make the same mistakes that i made when building a business i am the founder of punch cosmetics and punch for men i started my business back in 2012 when i was unhappy in my marriage and career In the beginning, I did everything wrong because I didn't have a mentor. And I guess I imagined that it would be easier than I thought after I made $1,000 at my lunch after two hours. But boy, was I wrong. I tell that story in episode one, though. So if you want to listen, go back and check it out. That's why I started this podcast, though, to prevent others from falling on their face in the same way that I did previously. So today, I'm going to jump right in and I'll share a few mistakes that I made in the beginning. If I were starting over today, I'd do a lot of things differently. Therefore, I'm going to tell you how to build your product-based business successfully in 2021 in the midst of a pandemic. And I'm mainly talking about product-based businesses for now, but I'll also discuss service-based business success later. In 2012, It was already complicated enough for for me without environmental factors of a pandemic. So a global pandemic kind of adds a little bit more pressure and stress. But I'm going to share three things that I think that you can do differently that would definitely yield different results. And especially it would have yielded different results for me had I started this way. So here's how you can get off to a good start with your business or your idea or venture. The first thing you should do before you dive in is research. Starting a business is hard enough as it is, but it'll be much harder if you don't do your due diligence and research a market or potential business before you start. When I say research, I don't mean a simple Google search. I mean, if you're going to sell cookies, then you need to research the number one cookies in America or whatever country, state or region you live and other types of cookies that you can make. So I would say um, do your research on all of the cookies that are being made in the area that you live in and what ingredients are in the cookies and how much it costs to make those ingredients or how much the ingredients cost for the cookies. Where are the cookies mainly sold? Who buys the most cookies? And don't say fat people because we all love cookies. And very, very important. How much does it cost to make all of this 
as a whole. You really got to go deep. You need to research your competitors and find out what they sell and how they how they sell them. So how can you make the best cookies out there for the cheapest price so that you can reach the highest profit margins? Then you need to research the food markets, the bakeries, and retail. All three of those markets will impact how you do business. Then you got to start making cookies and make your cookies better than your competitors. So let's unpack this a little bit. I use the cookie example because it's a simple concept because everyone eats and everyone loves chocolate chip cookies, right? And if you don't, shame on you. I mentioned in my previous episode that cooking wasn't necessarily my strong thing. My grandmother and her sisters were the cooks in my family. My grandmother made the best tea cakes this side of the Mississippi River. And if I'm wrong, I'd love for someone to challenge me and prove it by sending me their best tea cake recipes. I'll be the judge. My grandmother could have sold her tea cakes and they were perfect. For those who don't know what a tea cake is, they are homemade sugar cookies that taste like cake. And I have no idea what that freaking tea stands for because I am not a cook. The tea stands for tasty in this case. (laughs) How about that? So, Let's say you have the best recipe for tea cakes and you decide you want to sell them. Now you need to determine how strong the bakery market is. The number one selected cookie type in the United States is a chocolate chip cookie. No no real surprises there, I guess. And I Googled that. So then there are peanut butter cookies and then sugar cookies are number three. So what you want to do is search to see who makes the best sugar cookies, peanut butter cookies, or chocolate chip cookies in your area. Then go try those cookies. Taste them and try to compare them. Look at your own recipe and determine how you can make your cookies better than theirs or more unique. Maybe you can decorate your cookies and make them cute and good. Maybe your packaging can be more unique and stand out. You know, people love nice packaging. I don't know what your unique selling point is, and maybe yours is healthier and gluten-free. Remember that word, though, um, unique selling point in episode one. And and I'll talk more about that a little bit later. But for now, I'm just going to define it for you. Your unique selling point is the one thing that makes your product stand out from your competitors. Whatever you sell, you got to make it unique or else there's really no reason that the customer won't go get the best tea cakes in the world from some other large producer of tea cakes. It's just that simple. Your USP will make it where people choose you over the competition every time. And this is why it's so important to do your research because your ultimate goal is to knock out the competition, right? So how will you do that if you don't know what makes makes you unique? And that's why research is so, so important. So do your homework and do your research. When I first started, I was in school and I had to research my product, my project on my cosmetics brand. And I did surface research. I did the basics, but I didn't go deep as I should, like I'm suggesting that you should. So that's the reason why I'm telling you that I think it's vitally important that you do your research and go deep as you can, get as much information as you can for your product. It's going to pay off in the end and it's going to prove to be vital for whatever product that you're selling.
So now once you've done your research, then you need to test your product in the market. So here's where you discover the most important part of your journey by discovering product market fit. Product market fit is a big deal because it determines if you even have a product. And this will determine if you should even start your business. It should save you a lot of time and money in business. The market will tell you if you have a product or not. Your Raven fans will not determine product market fit per se. So when you get repeat customers that are constantly buying your product, telling their friends, and you create a a huge buzz for your product, and then you have repeat demand for the product and repeat profit, then you can say that you have found product market fit. Your product is now ripe for the market and ready to sell. So don't think that because you love your tea cakes and that everyone says that they love them, your cousins say they love them, your grandma, your sisters, they all love them. They're supposed to tell you that because they love you and your tea cakes. You have to create a product that everyone loves or a huge majority, at least. So how do you determine product market fit? Start giving your cookies away in the beginning. See how many repeat customers you have. Start asking people to try your product and give you feedback on your product. Start with just one chocolate chip cookie or one tea cake and make the cookies so good that people will want to tell all their friends about your cookies. Set a goal to give away a certain amount of cookies for a month. And I know that seems like a lot, but you got to give yourself enough time to test the data. The numbers don't lie. So look at how many cookies you give away, how many people come back, and what people have to say about your product. After a month, and you start giving away 50 cookies or so, by month two, fifty if 50 people come back and they bring friends, then you found product market fit for your cookies. Now you're ready for step three. But first, I want to add that you shouldn't be afraid to give your stuff away in the beginning. Remember that people don't know you or your brand or your product yet, so they don't trust you. Therefore, you got to start somewhere to build brand awareness for yourself and your product. So give some stuff away just to give them a eat taste. (laughs) So make sure that the first taste will make them come back for more and bring their friends. That's how you'll get your first set of customers. And that's how you prove your fit in the market. Hey, y'all. Hey, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I have enjoyed creating it. To show my appreciation, I have a little gift for you, but you got to go over to my website to get it. But not yet. After the show, listen to the rest of this episode. Then afterwards, head over to www.thepunchline.com and that's www.the p-o-n-c-h-l-i-n-e dot com and get your free gift just for listening today. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you more than you know and I have so much more in store for my listeners. So keep listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Now my last and final tip. It's to help you build your product so that it's better than anyone else's. But more importantly, you need to start building brand awareness around your product so that people know who you are. When you started, you probably contacted friends and family first, which I don't necessarily suggest because they aren't 
always objective and unbiased. And that's why you got to build a little bit more traction with this one thing. And this will require you to spend a little bit more money, but it will be worth it if you have a good product. And you do because you already tested your market and found a product market fit, right? Yes, you have. So now you got to get to know your customers. You need to ask them why they eat your cookies, what they like about them, learn what they do, where they travel, who else is in their household that likes cookies. This is where you learn all about your customers because next you have to advertise. You must advertise where your customers hang out and you don't want to sell to just anybody who eats cookies. You want to meet your target customer, in particular, your target market, so that you aren't shooting aimlessly. You'll reach your customer every single time if you do this. And you're not just whining and complaining because friends and family won't support you. You won't care if they don't because they aren't your ideal customers. This is why research is so important in the beginning and finding product market fit and determining your unique selling point. So go make some flyers or create some type of campaign for your your cookies and start spreading the word to everyone you know. And then everywhere you go, make sure that you advertise where your customer frequents. If your customers are single mothers with small kids, then you need to be advertising in schools, football games, um, children events, wherever children and parents hang out. If you make cookies, then you should be passing out flyers to people to try to, to even try your cookies at every event that your customers will go. Research events. Find out what events will likely likely have your customers as attendees. You need to be at every event where your customers are, are at in the beginning. And this is how you're going to build brand awareness. People will start to learn about you and your amazing cookies. And this is how to start your business successfully. I only use the cookie example because it's easy and simple. It's a simple concept, but this will work with t-shirts, clothes, shoes, accessories, whatever, whatever type of product-based business you have, you name it. Try these ideas first and I bet you it will work. So let's recap, guys. Number one, do your homework and go research your product and market and decide how you will make the product unique. Number two, test the market to find product market fit for your product. You got to know if people even want what you're selling. Get to know your customers so that you can start advertising your product to the right people. And then when I just want to add that when I started, I didn't do these things. I've decided to start my business thinking money and a mediocre product would sell and that was all that I needed. I found a manufacturer and took $20,000 of my money from my retirement and bought way too many products instead of just testing my main product in the market. And even though I made $1,000 at my lunch, I started with way too many products and didn't start small like I should have. I should have started with only one product, tested that one product in the market with 10 products. Instead, I did. I used 10 products in the market and I ran through a lot of my capital doing it this way. And that was a huge mistake. Don't do that. Don't be like me. So do these three things before you buy your logo, your website or anything else. Invest only in the bare minimum of your product. Don't spend any extra money until you've tested your product first. And one last point about the technical jargon that I'll be using in my episodes. It may not seem important now, 
but it will be as your company grows and expands. And eventually you have to pitch your business to investors when you want to get capital for the business. They'll be asking you these questions and you need to be able to speak the language and know what they're talking about. Explain to investors the same information in terms that they understand. So my advice to you is if you're trying to grow your business, learn the language of, of business as well, and it'll become easier to navigate the business landscape as your business expands and grows. So I hope this helps you today. Good luck with building your business or your product. I love to hear what amazing products that you guys are building. So DM me on Instagram at PLPod or directly at Ponchetta Sasha Wu, P-O-N-C-H-I-T-T-A-S-A-S-H-A-W-O-O and tell me what you're working on. You are always always invited to join our Facebook group, Gold Friends Network, where we support each other's businesses and ideas. And I'll share the link in the show notes. If you like this episode, please rate it for me and give me a review. You may listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening today. And I'll be back to talk more about business again soon. Tune in next week where... I'll be discussing the top three mistakes I made when I started my business. And you don't want to miss that because woo child, (laughs) I messed up, but I'm stronger than ever now. And so will you be too. Bye guys. For listening to the Punchline Podcast. If you want to hear more from me, then head on over to iHeartRadio, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. If you want to find me online, then you should check out my website at www.thepunchline.com. And many of these episodes will be there. You can also find more about this podcast on social media at PLPod or just follow me, Punchetta Sasha Wu, on everything. And if you're interested in starting a business and don't know where to start, then join my private Facebook group, Goal Friends Network. We can help you. Finally, help me out and subscribe, rate, and review. I love you all and I appreciate you so much. Until next time, talk to you later.